MJ, Tottenham. It's time. No, no. Before you it's keep going, you it's, time it. you it's time for you to just look it. at the camera and tell them what's going to happen at the end man. of the season. Put Everyone's been waiting. They said yeah. MJ doesn't want to say. Doesn't want to say. Doesn't want to say it. It's time for you to say it. Push the P, man. Yeah. I watch the game as I nah. always do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, man. Arsenal win this the league. Better be building. Of course. There we go. But don't say uh, but. No, just no, say Arsenal are going to win the league. We have to make sure nobody gets injured. Just say Arsenal are going to win the league. Arsenal win the league. Yes. Because. Are they good enough to win the league? Yes. Should we win the league in this position? Yes. What could hurt us? Injuries. Are Arsenal the best team in England right now? Absolutely. A big yes. Yes. Clear. Do Arsenal look like one of the best teams in the world right now? Yes. A big yes. Is Mikel Arteta one of the best coaches in the world right now? A big yes. Praise God. Look at his (laughs) squad that he's created. Perfect. It's only been two weeks. Was it two weeks ago we trained? That feels like three, ages ago. Three weeks, three weeks. Yeah, I, was, I thought yeah. it was like a month. Man. Yeah. Damn. Time flies when you're having fun. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. So let him shoot. Mm-hmm. Back again, baby. It's your boy MJ in the hot seat. Let's go. Happy to be here, born in Africa, gang. <laughs> what do I have to my right? Canberra's good too, so. Oh, good too, so today, huh? Jeremy was copping a bit of hate on TikTok, so he asked to see this one out. Yeah. Rotate in. <laughs> Mental health day. Yeah, looking forward to it. Have to, man. And to MJ's left. <laughs> it's Peng is Tech's baby. Back, back again. Here MJ, Tottenham. It's, it's time for you and tell them what's going to happen. Waiting. Waiting. They said yeah. MJ had done yeah, it. Well. It's time for you to say it. Push 4K. I watch the game. As yeah. Yeah. Go, man. Us. There we go. Just say, Arsenal. have to make sure nobody gets injured. Are going to win the league. Are they good enough to win the league? Win the league in this position. Hurt us. Injuries. Arsenal, the best team in England, right? Yes. Clear. Arsenal look like, yes. Best coaches in the world right now. Look at his squad. I stopped looking at the comments because they were hating too much on certain members of the cast. No, I was like one of the top ones. I always see 4K and then bang to the fuck are these guys. What was that comment for the viewers? Um... Some you said um top uh best podcast in she she heard uh, the world and we got four k likes four k thousand people said that four k thousand people wow before we kick this off wait 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 you didn't introduce yourself <laughs> oh you didn't and to my left <laughs> <laughs> Mr four k himself yes sir Mr PBB mm-hmm. pretty boy Bud back mm-hmm. at it again we actually got rid of Jeremy he's done yeah well <laughs> yeah <laughs> tell him. We, got a, we gave him extended time off, extended, extended. So it's like 16 weeks. Mm. So we'll see. Hopefully by Ramadan. <laughs> perfect timing. You. Very yeah. perfect. Cleanse, this, that. The holy, the holy Before month. we kick this off, bud, tell him what we need to do. Tom, I feel like you should do it this time. You're oh, new. You want me to do it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I want to see if you remember. So from memory, from the last episode, it was yep. something like, like, mm-hmm. share, yep. comment, mm-hmm. yep. subscribe. Yeah, uh-huh. do that. And turn that notification bell. Ding, on. ding, 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 ding. Five. Five things. Five Guys things. Get that? Mm-hmm. But Prem is well, well, well into the Prem. I'm loving it. Some great results. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Some teams are playing very well. Some teams not so well. I want to start with that Liverpool match. Why? <laughs> Liverpool boys, what are you saying? You can go first, Tom, because this is ridiculous. Just like... I just don't know. And I don't know if it's me because I know what the team is capable of. But every week when the team lines up, I'm like, all right, this is it. We're changing. Mm-hmm. Going to be different. You know, we'll, we'll put it in. 
we'll we'll go back to how we were before. Yeah. But every single week, it's exactly the same thing. Same shit. It's just laboured. It's it's everything that pretty much Liverpool are not known for. Yeah. We're slow. We don't win tackles. We don't progress the ball forward quickly. We're not attacking with any sort of confidence. We're not direct enough. We're, our defensive unit is just all over the place. I saw a stat today that um, teams score with 14% of their shots against Liverpool. <laughs> You're telling me that a team that went to all four finals last year, or all three finals and down to the last day of the Prem last year, are conceding 14% of their shots? It's, it's uh, ridiculous. It's Sammy, what would you say are three, three reasons as to why Liverpool's struggling? Because we've seen six, they've conceded six goals in two games. Yeah. Is it defence? It's I eight centre-back pairings? Is it the attack? Is it the midfield? Is it the gaffer? Uh, realistically... One of the biggest reasons for me is I feel as though keeping up whatever we were doing for this long has just finally caught up. I think that's one of the biggest things because you can see our biggest thing, one of our the staples of Liverpool was the press, was the repress, winning the ball back in the opposition half. Now we just look two steps behind mm. in every single position. It's not even just the forwards. It's not just the midfielders. The back line stepping up looks so slow. We used to play a very high line where Allison was so connected with the centre-backs and we had the two fastest centre-backs. So anything that went over the top, we, we dealt with so easily. So that's out of the picture. We, had, we used to be able to get balls into the box and players into positions where they could finish chances. Now it looks like it's a struggle to create one chance. And teams don't even sit back anymore. They're not even yeah, sitting no. back and parking the bus anymore. That used to be the issue. But now they don't even sit back and park the bus. They're playing against us. They're pressing. They're winning the ball up high. They're scoring goals. It's, it's, that's, that's, that's all it is to me. And I, it's so, so frustrating. And I got another thing. <laughs> I actually have another thing. For every single person that sits in the TikTok comments, that sits in the YouTube comments and says, Aussie people, oh, they can't watch football in Europe. They can't. Yeah. It's, not re- that it's not real to them. It doesn't. Sh- you tell me. I went to sleep at 12 o'clock. The game was at 2 a.m., right? You guys don't have to deal with that. You don't have to ever, ever go through what that's like. Wake up at 2 a.m. to watch Liverpool get Batted three nil away from home against Brighton. This is this is at this is at all hours in the morning, right? And I go to sleep around four o'clock. I have to wake up at six a.m. to go to work. Then you deal with you. You <laughs> let me know what it's like when I get to work late. My boss has to tell me what are you doing late. When I got bags under my eyes, I look ugly now because I had to watch Liverpool lose three nil to Brighton. You tell me what that's like. So if that's not dedication, if that's not watching football, if that's not being immersed into into the into the game into European football, you tell because honestly, you think my life would be so much easier if I didn't have to wake up and watch those games. But I have to. We all have to. Unbelievable. And we need to talk about Fuck you. Matoma. God. But what are your thoughts <laughs> on Matoma? Because this guy. <laughs> Lucky Jeremy's. This guy. Here. Lucky Jeremy's. I know. He would have been saying, oh, this guy's got you, a fucking. I told you. He's I got a master. You. What is it? A master's <laughs> PhD in. PhD. Yeah. PhD in football. God damn. In like sports. GoPro on the head. Yeah. He's, he's unbelievable. Thing. Yeah. When, you, when they did the, uh, you know how they do play announcements? Yeah. They do the thing when they do this. Does he have the GoPro on? He had, he's, he's had the PR <laughs> dot Matoma. <laughs> Dr. Matoma. You know, they, you know that he declined a professional contract at 18 so that he could go and study. Go uni. And got his degree and then now he's. You know what that shows you? This is another life lesson from Bud. If you get rejected by a girl or 
a guy in life, don't give up. Mm-hmm. Do what Matomo did. Go study what you did wrong. <laughs> Come back better. Now look at him. He's in the prem. Amazing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he rejected them. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. saying he came back. We feel you. Yeah, we feel yeah. you. I get you. He came back. The premise so is there. That, yeah. That's what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, don't give up if you get rejected. That's straight from Dr. Bud. Yeah, and I was, I was on the whole... No, not enough investment in the squad, not enough everything, blah, blah, and I, which I agree with. And yeah, we're missing players. But it comes to a point where every squad that we're losing to at the moment is not even half the squad that we have. So the, it, the answers can't just be, we need investment, we need this, we need this. Because realistically, the players that you put out on the pitch, every single one of them realistically would get into the- The 11 the that we put out against Brighton is- Capable enough to beat Brighton's three. Of course. That's your best of midfield course. as well. That's the midfield you guys have been it's yapping on about. the most consistent about. midfield. But think about the midfield compared to our best midfield. Fabinho is, looks like I he's playing with one fucking leg. Yep. He doesn't progress the ball forward at all anymore. At all. We got Thiago who is doing all of the defensive work. If you look at his numbers. Imagine. He's, he's making the most tackles. He's making the most interceptions. And then you got Jordan Henderson, who's just fucking running around even more than what people were saying he was doing when he was in his prime. And you guys can't say that Van Dyke thing anymore. Oh, oh, we don't have Van Dyke. Van Dyke. If he was there, you guys would have lost five. <laughs> we would have given away two penalties. Done. Nah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Trent. Ever What's since that dude got dreads, what should we say? He's been moving what different. Can we say? What's he doing? This is. It's not even. I was like, surprised about. It's not Trent. even a joke anymore, though. Yeah, but what can, really. what can we say? Realistically, what can we say? What do you mean? Defensively, he he's was never great. This. That's he's the been thing. Doing defensively, this as well. he was never great. You, you don't have so to be now, good defensively. Okay, this is a, this is a, an attention span problem. Yeah, and it is. I agree. No, you're right. It is. It's more than it's not football anymore. I agree. It's, it's yeah, something I else. agree completely. Because if you Fair see, point. if you go watch the third goal, look where he is, and look where Matoma is. Welbeck could have done that and squared it to Matoma if he wanted. Yeah, you're right. It's an effort thing, and it's a it's an attitude thing, and it's everywhere on the pitch though. It's not just Trent. Yeah. It's everywhere on the pitch. And if you look if you look at the way that he's playing, you look at the way that some of the Joe Gomez when he came on. Oh. You look at Andy Robertson, class. someone who doesn't really ever get mentioned, but he looks half of the player he he's once was. He's been terrible this year. Salah, you look at Salah, it's an effort thing all over the pitch. You know so, what it is? Yeah, tell me. You guys ran out of that. Uh, the juice. They ran out of the juice. The Start juice. of the year, the preseason juice. They need what Solly March is having. Yeah. Because that guy was moving. Solly March had scored six Premier League goals before that game and he scored a double. So just just think about that's that's the state of, of Liverpool at the moment. All your dealer is Rob is ripping you guys off. I reckon he's giving you half the product, putting water in it, <laughs> and flipping you guys. Cutting off. it with bicarb. Because it only worked for about maybe two, three games. That's it. But let's move on. Yeah. We saw the United the Manchester Derby. For me, that game was a fascinating game in terms of tactical football mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. approach yep. to the game and maybe, yep. let's say, the, de- the development of one team and, I guess, the regression maybe of another. Yeah. I don't... I don't yeah. <laughs> you I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I don't quite agree with the regre- regression of City yeah. because they were com- in complete control for about 70 minutes. Mm-hmm. That second half display from 45 to 70 was one of the best Premier League performances I've seen so in good. a long, long time. They had 85% possession against a good away side. from home, against a team who are good. Mm. So I don't know what's going on with City, whether or not, you know, this Erling Haaland thing is, you know, that's like they're playing with 10 people. I don't know. 
It's what it feels like when they, when they, when he doesn't score, it's what we've all said every time. It's he's one of those players when he's not scoring, you need to really look at his impact and see it's so minimal to the team. When he's scoring, of course, everyone says best striker in the world, best striker in the league, whatever. As much as it is, it's the same when Aubameyang was scoring so many goals. It's so similar. It's, he's, it's one of those plays where once you see the goals dry up, the impact is very minimal. And the goals haven't dried up, obviously, because I'm pretty sure it scored like two weeks ago. But, <laughs> but yeah. He didn't score against United. Didn't score against Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Didn't score against Arsenal. Didn't score against Liverpool. Yeah, but... Mm. It wasn't a good goal. No, he didn't score. He didn't. I oh, didn't score against Liverpool. The the, the games that they bought him for to score in the big games. Where are you, Harlan? I haven't even thought about that, guys. And and he had mm. a month off. What were you doing in the month, mate? Chilling. Rest yeah. Can we say this was a game where there was dominating possession and dominating the game? Because I was looking at Twitter. I was looking online and there's a there's a big narrative that yes, despite City dominated possession, they had a lot of the ball. United were in control and allowed them to have the ball where they wanted them to have the ball. Because if we look at the chance they created, City didn't create too much. One shot on target. Mm. And that's really it. But if you look at United, they had some clear and big chances to really pull away from the game. Yeah, I think when you look at Ten Hag, he's the real deal. As a coach, we've been saying it for a long time. Us on this podcast, we've been saying he's the real deal. You You look at United's performances at the moment, they are flying. Defensively, we haven't seen United this strong in maybe mm-hmm. 10 years. Mm-hmm. Going Absolutely. forward now, you have players like Rashford, who's been reborn. absolutely reborn, uh-huh. rejuvenated. He heard what Jeremy said in he that He heard. Episode. He must Much. have heard. He, he watched the episode. He must have heard. Did he, I saw somebody on Twitter. I only go on Twitter maybe twice a year. <laughs> Someone was saying, this Rashford right now is better than <laughs> any Henri. <laughs> any like, version of Henri. I, I saw this, my phone, close it and chuck it I saw it this nonsense. I, I saw crazy. a lot of nonsense. You but, see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's been phenomenal. And Bruno's been phenomenal. Casemiro's been phenomenal. Oh, he's been... Every single, even playing Luke Shaw at centre back and starting Malaysia, you just, <laughs> it's decisions that a coach wouldn't regularly make and it's worked. And the football that they're playing isn't the craziest free flowing football ever, but on the counter, they look really good. Defensively, they look really good. And Ten Hag looks to have got every decision he makes right. Yeah. We need to talk about that offside. Yeah. Okay. Is it offside? Yes. yes. 100%. Why? Yes, it's offside. Anybody that knows football, anybody that's ever played football, I saw someone, I think Peter Cech said, he tweeted that um, anybody who's ever played football knows that it's offside and it's clear that the people who are making the rules- The referees have never played Have football. never played football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. How, how can you say- that Rashford is not interfering with the game. If Rashford isn't there, Edison strolls out, picks up the ball with his feet and plays plays out. Or if he potentially makes a save because the ball goes into the middle of the goal. Exactly. And he's he, set up for a, for a Rashford left foot strike. Exactly. Bruno comes in and whips it around him. Yeah. The ball goes into the middle of the goal. Yeah. And I also saw online, they removed Rashford. They like put the up a still. Yeah. They removed Rashford from the pitcher and the defender who's behind him is about a meter away. And it's ridiculous. are we saying Walker's not catching that? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's easily getting easily. It. It's ridiculous. He's slowed down. And you see Walker trying to cover the shot as yeah. opposed to move to, to Bruno. To Bruno. Exactly. Yeah. Which if Rashford's not there, he's moving towards Bruno. Bruno's getting shut down quickly. <laughs> there's, there's no way we can be talking it's about crazy. this much impact on, yeah. of just that one play for them to say that he didn't impact in, in, the, in the offside. 
It's ridiculous. Yeah, there's multiple reasons why he was impacting the play. Guardiola has every right to be upset at yeah. that. But I feel like City, over the last couple of years, have been getting decisions that go for them. Mm-hmm. If you look at yeah. them against Arsenal last season. If you look at them against course. Everton last year. Everton last season, the, the big Rodri handball. There's moments where, all right, there's going to be times where decisions go the wrong way. But something like that, I don't think, should ever, ever not be called. Yeah. We, we look at... No, you go. You go, man. I was just going to say, to wrap it up, Battle of the Bold, Ten Hag won. Guardiola <laughs> <Yeah>. zero. <laughs> Battle <laughs> of the Bold. If we move to Chelsea, bold. you know, early in the week, took the L, but we've come back against Crystal Palace. Strong. I was scared the whole 90 minutes. Is that a strong result? Are you convinced? Yeah. Not convinced, <laughs> but it's a result we definitely needed. At home, clean sheet, three points, striker scoring. Happy days, baby. Big, big signing. How do you feel about that? The Mudrick? The hijacking of all oh. hijacks. <laughs> they hijacked two transfers. <laughs> Chelsea, I've, I've discovered and they fully- I promise Bolly just goes on Twitter and he looks at who people are linked to. Who do people he want? Like, Add them to oh, Arsenal. Yeah. Good. They want this guy. Damn, we got Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Damn, I'm still going to pay 70 mil for this guy I've never seen play. Oh, yeah, cool. We'll pay 100. Money. Yeah. He just keeps adding to cart. Adding to oh, yeah. Yeah. Felix. Oh, Arsenal want this guy. Man, you want this guy on loan? Oh, yeah, good. we'll pay him 11 mil loan. We'll pay uh, Atletico 11 mil. We'll get him. We'll get him on board. Start him in his first game as well. You know what it is? I f- I'm, I'm predicting that there's a massive clean out in, in the summer. I think there's going to be well, there has to 11, there has to be, 12 yeah. of the older uh, players gone. Have you seen how long the, the players have been signing their contracts for? Woodrick is an eight and a half year. Which is... Badashile, the centre-back, who was actually really good in the game today. Solid. Yeah, good very solid. Very solid. Even though they just signed two new centre-backs in <laughs> the window really? before. But he's on, a, he's on a seven-year deal as well. And, um, and Fofana's on a seven-year deal as well. Perfect. They have some, that's obviously going to be their new centre-back partnership for It's for perfect if it works. Yeah, perfect if it works. We'll see. But, yeah, no, you go. Because what happens? Mudrick comes in. Does he play left side? Yeah, Felix. Sterling out. Where's Sterling? They have got so many. Apparently, they have rid of Aubameyang. What what does Pulisic do? What does Sterling do? Pulisic is out. No one liked Pulisic anyways. What does Aubameyang do? Uh, He's gone. Back to Barca for free. He's going out. Take him for free. Barca. What does Mount do? That's the. That's that's a big one. What does Havertz do? What does Mount do? When Nkunku comes in the summer, what happens? (laughs) What does Nkunku do? What does Sterling do? What does Nkunku realistically do? The big thing is, what does Sterling do? Someone we just bought, might be out in the next window. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Where does Koulibaly go? Because they just bought him 40 mil almost, odd mm-hmm. 35 mil. Where does he go? Because they've just brought in a new left centre-back. I think he goes back to Napoli. We get Graviskelli on loan. On loan? <laughs> loan. Yeah. 24 million loan. <laughs> option to buy for 150. That's crazy. Our <laughs> <laughs> left side of play as well. <laughs> the only signing yeah. left side of players, man. Left yeah. side of players and centre-backs. Damn. And Life's good. Hall is 10 times better than Cucurella. Yeah. He's nice. Yeah. I was actually impressed with him. He's well, very good. Chelsea are a freaking shambles. And whatever this, this one nil win over Crystal Palace is not, is not covering it. nothing. You're not covering- What do you mean? This shambles. 100 mil Mudrick- What matter point? This 100 mil Mudrick- Yeah, and did you see what I just said about my team? Yeah. This 100 mil Mudrick deal is not covering nothing. And you spent 500 mil. I saw a thing today- 600 what? now. Chelsea spend is- I saw a thing today. Wow. You guys forget. You For guys forget. Window? Yeah, no. 600 mil in the last six months. Liverpool have spent 500 mil in, since 2018. Chelsea has spent 600 mil in and the last six months. Yeah. What of it? You got money, you spend <laughs> what it. What of it, he said. If you got, no, you're right. Listen, if you got money, you spend it. Otherwise, where's it going to go? 
Of you course. Why you, you so can't shit. take money to yeah, you, you can't be, so you can't be that shit. It's been half a billion dollars. What have all these guys played together yet? No, you're shit. You guys are shit. You're shit. And you spent five hundred mil. Six hundred. They're shit. They're shit. You guys can. You guys can talk. You don't all have you want to right start now. It's all going out one ear because until all these players play and then we're shit, I'll start listening. But yeah, for but now, shit now, who not cares? You're shit now. Uh, okay, shit. I can nice. just say Diaz is shit. Then how is he? He's, he's not, not, not playing. He's shit. <laughs> what is that? We, we didn't I say your team is shit. shit. I don't we care. If we're doing that, what's his name? Gakpo shit. One game, zero goals. Shit. All right, let's move on. North London derby. Another, wow. another one of this. You know what it is. You know what it is. Arsenal, MJ, Tottenham. It's time. No, no. Before you it's keep going, you it's, time you it's time for you. It's time to just look it. at the camera and tell them what's going to happen at the end man. of the season. Give Everyone's been waiting. They said yeah. MJ doesn't want to say. He doesn't want to say. He doesn't want to say it. It's time for you to say it. Push the P, man. Yeah. I watch the game as no. I always do. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go, man. Arsenal win this the league. Be building of course. There we go. But. Don't say uh, but, no, just no, no, say no, no, no. Hey, Arsenal are going to win the league. Production. We have to make sure nobody gets injured. Just say Arsenal rats. are going say to it. win the league. Say Arsenal it. win the league? Yes. Because are they good enough to win the league? Yes. yes. Should we win the league in this position? Yes. What could hurt us? Injuries. Uh, are Arsenal the best team in England right now? Absolutely. Yes. A big Clear. yes. Yes. Clear. Do Arsenal look like one of the best teams in the world right now? Yes. A big yes. Is Mikel Arteta one of the best coaches in the world right now? A big yes. Praise God. Look at his <laughs> squad that he's created. He's basically created this squad by himself out of nothing. Bukayo Saka, of course, was a good player before, but the levels he's taken him to is mm. unbelievable. You see young players who break on the scene drop off. He's only gone up. And now we all agree, one of the best right wingers, top five in the world, yeah. top three in my opinion. You look at Martinelli on the other side, as well, he's one of the best left wingers in the Premier League, one of the best young players in the world, he's he stepped bricks. up insanely. Thomas Partey, Granite Shaka, and Martin Odegaard have become one of the best midfield, if not the best midfield in the Premier League this season. Phenomenal. And then you look at the centre-back partnership, his first <laughs> signing that he brought in, Gabriel. Saliba really came in and... and, and and overshadowed him. But recently- We're seeing that experience. Yeah, this is Gab this is the Gabriel that they signed and he looks phenomenal. Zinchenko, more of a, a little side, a little here you go from City. <laughs> yeah. Phenomenal. One of the best left backs in the league. Ben White, he's, he, Arteta claims that he always signed Ben White as a right back. He's a liar. <laughs> this is what he claims. He claimed he signed- <laughs> nah, nah, look, Arteta don't lie. Let's, but let's the move. way he <laughs> is playing, <laughs> Ben White looks like the best right back in the league. The consistency that he shows. I think we're moving to a, a level of football, a game at the moment where center backs into, it used to be, you know, um, uh, right backs to, yeah, you know, wingers to center backs, uh, wingers to right backs. But now it's more center backs to right backs because defensively they're too solid. And center backs at the moment on the ball are top quality. And you're seeing Ben White. Yeah. That's, that's just perfect, man. But let's look at it. Let's be real. This isn't Arsenal's. We're not at our best. No. We've got a long way to go. So We've got scary. players that aren't close to their prime yet. It's so scary. And we're playing like this. I think a lot of people are probably caught off guard. And if you aren't, you got zero ball knowledge, Facts. L football knowledge. Facts. Because no one saw Arsenal overturn like this. The rate we're playing at and how good we are Facts. so quickly. Not this quickly. And it's you need not, to give us props, man. It's not even just the football that you're playing. It's the being Mentality. able to dig the heels in and mm -hmm. win games, see games out. Because that is not Arsenal for how long I've seen Arsenal play. That's not Arsenal. Mm. Since before, since maybe I was started watching football, Arsenal have never been that side who's 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 
able to dig in, win games, see them out. Of course, they played great football for a long time under Wenger. Since the Invincible days. Mm. But now, now that I'm seeing, they can dig in. They've, their team is so solid and they just look like the most cohesive unit. Yeah. And that's what it is. <laughs> it's so frustrating. <laughs> because I think if you look at the game this morning or against Tottenham, that second half performance from Tottenham, we probably would have conceded. Of course. A year ago, we would have conceded. Definitely. Two years ago, we would have conceded. And we probably could have lost the game. It could have been two all, lose three, two, hurricane hat trick. But we showed our resilience. We showed our mentality. We showed that, yes, we can ride it out. And we had a clean sheet. So for me, perfect. i got a shout out to Zinchenko. I thought he was, Zinchenko and Ramsdale were probably players of the match. Um, if you look at our midfield, Xhaka, Party, excellent. Odegaard, excellent. What can I say? It's it's looking good for Arsenal. And we should really win the league. From the position we are, we should. And if we don't, disappointing. So it was, it was definitely an interesting um, Prem round this week. Some interesting results. That's, it seems to be every week is, is yeah. like that. But if we look at, for now... We're looking at like 18, 19 games. Mid-season. Mid-season. Who would you say is player of the season? If the Prem ended now, done. Sheesh. Who's player of the season? I've, I know for a fact I've got mine. You got the same one, I reckon. I reckon we got the I think same we one. all. Might reckon? be another unanimous one. Because I got mine. For me, do, is there a couple ways to look at this? I think. Mine's not or the is it, is it? Is it? Is it a clear? So it's not it the clear? obvious. It's not the obvious choice. The, the obvious choice. There's I don't think is an obvious choice. I think there's a TikTok choice. Yeah, and then I think there's a there's a few other choices. Yeah, and I think they all come from the same team. Yeah, obviously, I think they should. <laughs> I think it deserves to, and I'm just going to go into it. Go, man. Because for me, this my player of the season so far is a player that when he was signed, I fully questioned his 40 mil price. And now 40 million seems like the biggest bargain for Norwegian wonder kid, once Norwegian wonder kid, now Premier League best number 10, one of the best midfielders in the world, one of the best midfielders in the Premier League, Martin Odegaard. Captain, eight goals, five assists. Yep. For a number 10, where number 10s have completely, they're almost out of the game, but this guy's brought it back. He's brought it back. Incredible. Technique, incredible. He brings the work rate of a number 10 Mm. that you don't usually see. Hustle. He's He's passing and just people that know football, his weight of pass on all his his through balls, even just the short passes, everything is perfect. The way he sets up passes for players to shoot first time, the way he puts it into the right side of their body for them to create chances to score goals. He is just so, 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 so good. And now when you have a player with the confidence from the coach, he plays every game, he plays every game 10, he's captain, the team love him. Mm. Martin Odegaard, man. He and on top of that, it. he's playing in a side now where he's got the support. He's got party that sits behind him. He's got, got the Xhaka. perfect midfield behind him. He's got the perfect balance for him to just take the piss. And for Facts. me, Odegaard, this, this up, up until now, Elite, he's been excellent. Yes. No question. I think if you look at last year, you could have debated he doesn't have the mentality. He's in and out of games. Mm. He, he doesn't He doesn't turn up. But this year, there's no question. There's no question. And we're not saying that he's he's played, he's had 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 performances every game. Every game. Mm. But we're saying he's been the most consistent and he's delivered when he's had to deliver. And he's a difference maker. Yeah. yeah. Did you have someone else, Tom? I had someone else. Oh. And I had I had this person because 
the narrative that has been behind Kevin De Bruyne, who has been incredible for the last few years, is best player on the best team. Now, the best team this year has been Arsenal, and the best player in that team is Thomas Partey. Hell yeah. This guy has transformed Arsenal into a defensive unit that they have never been Hell before. Yeah. But at the same time, this guy transformed them into an attacking unit that they have never been before. Facts! This guy is the perfect blend of defensive midfielder and attacking ball progressor from the midfield. That's and there's so not one thing that this guy can't do. He can win the ball. He can screen in front of the back line. He can intercept. But you play the ball... <laughs> Give him the ball to feed under pressure and he'll wriggle out of any situation yep. and then play a through ball Calm. into yeah. one of these. Between the lines. Steady, yeah. steady. He's, playing, he's not just playing nonsense balls out wide, you know, mm-hmm. just keeping the ball moving. This guy's getting the ball under pressure, moving the ball past his immediate defender and then playing the ball through the lines and putting Arsenal he's on the so front good, foot. Man. There's nothing he can't do. He's so and good. And he's got a different type of hate. I think the only way you hate him is because he's so good. Yeah. Mm. I Facts. think when you, when, if you're of... Uh, an attacking player and you come up against Arsenal and you got this guy in front of you, just forget about it. Just go Forget about it. Whip that ball in, that's it. Forget about it. For real, forget about it. And people aren't talking about him. They don't no, talk about him They're not talking enough. about him. And yeah. you know what? If, this, if, his, if he was a, an African dude playing for a European country, he'd be on the front page of Facts. every newspaper. So even if you look at, if you look at TikTok, Twitter, yeah. whenever t- people talk about party, he's not better than Pedri. He's not better than this. <laughs> He's not better than um, Paulinho. Mate, this guy, this guy is top tier. And, mm. and if you don't understand the game, say you don't understand. Exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. it is. That's yeah. all you have to say. But in terms of everything, he can do everything. Defensively, positioning, if, going forward, starting the transition. If, if because the pundits and everyone, we are not, I'm not about to say that Rodri isn't phenomenal and I don't think he's phenomenal. But if it's because the pundits are telling you that Rodri is the better player, he's clear, they've been successful, team winning, whatever. But what Thomas Partey can do- This season. Rodri cannot do. Yeah. 100%. In terms of receiving the ball under pressure, turning, facing forward, driving, breaking lines by driving mm. is such an yeah, underrated yeah, yeah. thing that- Rodri can't do. And defensively as well. Rodri's not mobile enough to do no, the he's, defensive work. He is not does. mobile like like um like party. Like no party. way. No. no way. No way. And we're not when us wasn't play predominantly with, with a double pivot as well. So no, he's no. having to do that. No. He's there by himself. No. He's by himself. So it's mm-hmm. different. It's different. If if people were thinking because it's Granite Shaka playing in the eight that they are sort of like a double pivot, Shaka plays Box almost more like a ten than Odegaard exactly. plays. Shaka's like a closer 10. to Odegaard than he is Absolutely. to party. Oh, of course. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Party, I love that shout. Mm. Yeah, that's a big shout. And for me, I, I, I agree. But I think I'm going to look outside of that, but stay in Arsenal and I'm going to say Saliba. I think in terms of what he did before the World Cup, his level was outstanding. He was, if you look at Gabriel, who was, you know, who was our mainstay, he was our main centre-back. He made, he, 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 he looked like the best centre-back we had. He looked like, one of the best, all the best player, week in, week out. Mm-hmm. He was strong. He was so calm. The way he carried the ball, defensive, he's defensive. He was just too good. And for me, I'm going to say Saliba. I think he proved everybody wrong. I think when you look at Saliba before the start of the season, you expected him to be shaky. You expected him to to be a reason why Let's there was weakness see how in the back. But he was phenomenal. Phenomenal, phenomenal. He scored, he defended, he did, he did everything. So for me, I'm going to say Saliba. I've, I had the same as Samuel, Odegaard. Yeah, sick. Sick. Yeah. 
it's been an Arsenal takeover. Yeah, yeah, man. that's crazy. Who would have thought one? Let's just say even six months ago, no one that we'd be talking like this. No one. It's not. I don't think there's a person on earth. I don't think Arteta would have thought this. Does anybody else get a shout from any other club? I think Kevin De Bruyne gets a KDB. shout because Kevin I think he's been very good this year. Ten assists already in the league. Yeah, I yeah. think Haaland obviously. Uh, yeah, Harland's he gets a TikTok. shout. Look, he's but a TikTok. Look, this dude has more goals to games in the Premier League. We have to 21. mention that this dude is phenomenal. phenomenal. There's twenty-one. He but has twenty-one goals with. 18, 18 there's there's a reason that there's a top scorer award. That's all I'm saying. Just because you're the top scorer, just because you've been scoring a phenomenal amount of goals doesn't mean you're the best player. Yeah, it means you're true. the top scorer, you're the best goal scorer, but you can nobody can tell me that Haaland is the best player because he's not. 21 goals. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the record is outrageous. <laughs> and we're not, yeah, like we said, we're not crazy. saying he's not one of the best because he's definitely one of the best yeah. players up, to, up until now. But I think in terms of impact... Get into team Some of the season. In terms of impact, City look like they've gone backwards. Yep. And now I'm just saying that you can't go from a hat-trick one week to <laughs> three touches the next week. It just... It, it, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. The best players yeah. can't do that. It just doesn't work. The best players can't do that. Against Chelsea, you didn't touch the ball to the 21st minute. That's crazy. Tell me how that works. <laughs> the best players can't do that. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. But let's move along. Yep. We look at underachievers. Who, who for us is the biggest underachiever. And this can be club, this can be player, this could be manager. Who is the underachiever? For me, I'll, I'll kick this off. And for me, I think it's Chelsea. And the only reason why I'm saying it's Chelsea is because if you look at their transfer window, yeah, if you look at some of the signings they brought in, the expectation from perhaps last season in terms of like who we need to bring in, what needs to change, I think in terms of expectation and where they're at, for me, they're definitely one of, or if not the biggest underachiever, underperformer. I, I agree on that. They are one of, but I think the one is the team that was two games away from being quadruple, quadruple champions of the freaking world, man. <laughs> and now we sit in, what is it? Eighth? I don't even look at the ladder anymore. We sit in eighth. Yeah. If you we see it so far, so far that we every game we go into is is now stressful. It's now I don't think we can win. No. Whereas last year, every single there wasn't a single game that we went into where I was thinking, yeah, we're not going to win. And and this is where we, we've fallen. Our transfers that we've brought in, Darwin hasn't hit hasn't hit any standards that people thought he would hit. Not me because he's shit. <laughs> um, we brought in Gakpo. I feel like I free him because it's the worst time to be brought into Liverpool. Diaz we brought in last year and he was our only great player to start the season and he's injured. So I don't, I don't know. Do you agree with that Tom? Yeah, mine was Liverpool as well, but I think like, I think Chelsea and Liverpool are the two teams that have underachieved the most this year, but for different reasons. Like Liverpool had the expectation of potentially a quadruple, you come into, of course, you come into any next season and you're expected to be up there. Whereas Chelsea are like, okay, let's spend a lot of money and see where we can get. Let's try and get back into the elite. Let's try and get back into the just top two teams. Better what we did last. Let's year. just be better than what we are, and they haven't achieved that. So it's like they've both underachieved, definitely from where I think that they would both have their expectations set at before the season started. Who's doing more of a shit? Season, yeah, it's same, same, it's same, same, really, yeah. because Chelsea are never expected to win, 
Yeah. Not this season anyway. Battle Liverpool are. Mid. I mean, if you guys had... We versed each other next week. Six. I know. The battle of mid, they called it on Twitter. <laughs> if you guys had Chelsea <laughs> outside the top four, is it really a worse... Like a, a worse... Who... It's really bad for where it, it's, no, it's, it's bad. It's, it's based off it's, really it's bad. based off them finishing top four last season yeah. and then spending five hundred million or whatever it, it was four hundred million. You have to challenge for the title if you're spending that much Absolutely. and you finish top four. Absolutely, that's then you fire your coach. Terrible, Done. another terrible piece of dis- business. You bring in a new coach who's now one win in nine games or two wins in ten games, whatever it is. I don't know. It's their bad. But Do you disagree with Liverpool Both are bad. just higher. I disagree because I only think, I think there's one more team that we haven't mentioned that is yeah. doing way worse than Tell both them. these teams. I think for me, uh, the worst team so far this year is West Ham. Oh, oh yeah. I think to, <laughs> yeah, what, they, what, what they finish in, they're in Europe, uh, shout, European yeah. contingent last year. And to drop down to third last, third or fourth last in the Prem, no, yeah, they have no uh, serious injuries. Mm-hmm. They're sitting at 18th. 18th. Same coach. Relegation zone. They've brought in a striker who's underperformed. Heavily. Terribly, terribly, yeah. terribly. They brought in new so right Terrible back. signings. The coach, he doesn't even Paqueta make a signing. As well. They brought in Paqueta as well. Mm. And what t- coach goes on and says, yeah, we're happy to let this guy go to uh, Declan Rice, he's, they're like, oh, if he wants to go, he can go. Your captain as well. Your, your captain. captain and best player. And you're the coach. You shouldn't be going. Yeah, if he wants to leave, he can leave. Yeah. He's they- come out and said he, he hasn't made any of the signings this year, and none, none of his. God damn. So, so it's the club's signings. God damn. And he, they made some big signings too. Mm. So he's, he's the one airing all of West Ham's gossip. You can tell this guy is looking to get out of this situation as quickly as possible. Do you think it's his last year then? then? I think he's gone... Not even before the end of the year. I think he's gone soon. You reckon? Well, they, they have to get rid of him yeah. within this this month, two, I reckon. Last two weeks, I think he's gone. I think they lose two more games. They're a terrible side. They, yeah, they don't bad. look good at all. Especially with players that are just underperforming. Like Jared Heavily. Bowen last year was- He was in the England team. Yeah. yeah. People Paqueta. were saying he should start for England. Paqueta, someone who they brought in who seems to perform always for Brazil. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Declan, Declan Rice, Rice hasn't even been great this season. <laughs> it it looks like he doesn't want to be there. They brought in... Yeah. Oh, he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Tilio Kera, they brought him right back from PSG. Awful. I've never thought awful he's good, awful, but he's been awful at, at West Ham. Skamaka plays... Skamaka, let's not even he start with Skamaka because he's horrible. How can Antonio still start? He's How can they still go back? Antonio is yeah. a right back. Skamaka was meant to be that, one that, of the... He's a right problem. back. That's the problem, I think. Uh, Antonio being the nine for this long is wild. It it's not no his fault though. They've bought these people and he's like... Somehow he gets back into the starting lineup because these guys have been so Skamaka bad. Skamaka was mm. meant to be one of the best signings in all of Europe this year. And here, zero. Stinker. Terrible. Good West shout, Ham. though. That's a good shout. I yeah. think they're going but down if they say anything. I think about that. That's pretty good. Who would we say is the, the, the best manager so far? It's, it's unanimous. Is it clear? It's unanimous. And the funny there's thing a, there's is- There's a couple shouts, though. <laughs> the there's a couple. Nah, nah. The funny thing is, last year, I said, do you guys remember when we are doing our manager of the year at the end of the season? <laughs> And when Arsenal sat in fourth, I said Mikel Arteta's manager of the year last year because of what they've done and how they were playing and the squad that they had and the players that he brought in. This year, it's that times one million. And they sit at top of the table, manager of the year for me, Arteta. Mine's Eddie Howe. Same. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Which is fair. Look at his fucking team. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. 
That's true. You can't tell me that's player. They've got an eight no, no, foot. No. no, no, that's true. Yeah. They've got an eight foot giant playing left back. Yeah. They got some dudes who were fucking 15th two years ago still playing that's in true. the team. They got the long staffs are still playing. They have almost the you know, they still play. Jacob Murphy comes off the bench. You know, Jacob often, Murphy, when, often. when Sam Maximin was out, he was starting on the wing. Jacob Murphy yeah, and was starting on the wing. Yeah, and they're fucking still He looks like Jamal Murray. Brazilian who's playing midfield now. What's his name? Joel Linton. Joel Linton. He's turned Joel Linton. We laughed. All, we all did this. Ha, ha, ha. Do you remember? Yo. Two years ago, we did him. Yeah. One of the worst signings, along yeah. with Haller. Yeah. Them two were terrible. I knew yeah. that was the reason he got eight yeah. on his back. Yeah. <laughs> he knew he wasn't a nine. He yeah. knew. He knew the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he knew. On top of that, some pretty smart signings as well. Yeah. Bringing in Botman. Botman was oh, underrated. Botman. Signing. That's an underrated He's been one of the best yeah. centre-backs this season. Yeah. Last year, they brought back trips. They brought in Bruno Gamares. Yeah. This is all Eddie Howe signings. They yeah. brought their best signing they made this year. He has kicked the ball maybe six times. Isak. This, they're doing mm. all this Incredible. with one of their Without- unanimous, one of their like, not 60 unanimous, mil. but yeah, 60 mil signing, their striker, their big signing. St. Maximin's barely played this season as well. Let's not forget. All of this. Chris fucking Wood plays. <laughs> and, and they're in third. They have such a good defensive unit. Wilson- Eddie Howe's different. Wilson looks rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. Did you yes. see? He didn't score, but did you see the the, the little turn he did on uh, the defender when he? he oh, yeah, yeah. Did you see it? Incredible! Yeah. This it's guy looks machine. like he's just playing for fun, and he's just. There's a guy on the Galacticos podcast that says uh, <laughs> Wilson's the best English uh, striker over Kane. Yeah, he said he's the best <laughs> English striker. He's probably the second best. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Or, oh, Tony's. Second, third, uh, yeah, yeah. Tony's, Tony's pretty cool. Tony's would miss that pen though. I'm just Tony's saying. Yeah, Tony could be first, but. Tony, oh, the way Kane's playing at Kane, the moment. Base, Kane, not, is not on getting, Kane is getting. Kane is getting. In terms of player. The greatest yeah. treatment of all it's time. Crazy. Yeah. Of any shit player. <laughs> yeah, Him and Son get the best treatment. Well, I mean, the dude's got 15 goals. He scored. We got to say he scored. We forget that. But in terms of like as a player. What he's doing on the field other than scoring. Tony's dope. Yeah. Terrible. But yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah. For me, I'm choosing Arteta. I'm biased. It is what it is. But that's it's, it it's is. completely fair as it's, well. It's fair. Happy with either, really. I think another shout could be Marco Silva, Fulham's manager. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Having them at six. And, and the other two teams are down near the bottom. So yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. Look at the striker scoring. Yeah. Which yeah. one at the start of the year, they said Mitro made four He wouldn't four do not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got... His last job he got sacked from. He got sacked from. Mm-hmm. Bought in William. William. Before that, he got sacked from Everton. Yeah. So a couple sackings. <laughs> and now need. he's got Fulham in sixth. Yeah. Sixth. Quick one. Best signing so far. Uh, mine, we haven't really talked about oh, yeah. too much on the show. But I think every time we bring up their team, he's, he's the guy. I don't know if you got the same one, but yeah, we're on six they, they signed him for, I think it was roughly 40 mil and everyone said it was too much for someone of his age, 30 years old. But for me, Casemiro has yes, fully sir. transformed That's mine. That's Man mine United. Well. Yeah, unanimous. Unanimous. Yeah. I saw a thing and it said, <laughs> I don't know if this is real. I don't know what it is, but did you see? Yeah, 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 yeah. He called his agent, apparently. <laughs> he called that his agent that is not during, real. during Man You were losing 2-1 to, to, to Brent. No, to Bryden. They're losing 2 1 to Bryden. Yeah. And he said, I can fix this shit. That's a fucking. He said, I can fix this. That's that, um, he that's said, that fan fiction <laughs> hentai shit that United no, fans He are said, writing. I can fix this. He's come in and what's he done? Fixed it. What makes this guy so good? 
man, his it's, positioning, mm. the way I haven't seen someone screen a back four the way he can screen a back four. I haven't seen someone go into tackles like that in, in this age of football. And then to go along with that, he's, he's comfortable on the ball. He gets the ball into his mm. best thing is getting the ball into the midfielders who, you know, who can do damage. He doesn't try to do too much. Yeah. He gets the ball into Ericsson, which is another perfect signing. Yeah. Gets the ball into Ericsson and then things happen. And he's showing us that he does have, uh, Passing abilities. Yeah, I've been seeing his his oh, his, his passes. On. So somebody lost. said he didn't have <laughs> it. Somebody said he didn't <laughs> have that. And bad. now look at him. He's, he's spraying him. The good thing about Casemiro is that previously with McTominay and Fred, United had to <laughs> had to play two players to do the one job player of one. job, yeah. and they so all go sideways yeah. as well. You're having to sacrifice a position because the two players that you play there aren't good enough to be there on their own. No. Now you've got one player who can do the job of two men. It allows United to have an extra person in midfield and look yeah. at it, look at the way that they're controlling games now, the way that they're going forward, the way that they don't panic. Imagine, He's just the imagine best. Imagine if influence. they have kept Pogba. Everything yeah. that Pogba had to worry about at Man U, having mm-hmm. having no DM there, having the security that he needed to flourish as a player, he'd never once played without a DM and been and been successful. But Man U, for some reason, brought him in to play DM. Yeah. And then so now they have Casemiro, the perfect player to play behind him. One more window, huh? <laughs> One more window. <laughs> One more window. But yeah, Casemiro. I think, are we all unanimous? Clean sweet. Unanimous. Are there any other players? Yeah, like there's Ma- a lot. I mean, Martinez. Yeah, there's, there's, a there's a lot. lot. Martinez looks good. Botman... Yeah, looks good. Nice. Phenomenal. He's, uh, Nick Pope as Arsenal well. Arsenal got a few. <laughs> if the season started this year, Matoma. Yeah. <laughs> play the, yeah. If play it was a this season. year thing, <laughs> like a last year thing. Yeah. So. Let's move on to worst signings. Yeah. There's a lot. I think there's a lot. Flop Central. <laughs> Flop Central this year. Flop I mean, Central. we can look at Liverpool. <laughs> we can look at Liverpool. Chelsea. Chelsea's the big one. What do you mean the big one? We can look at Chelsea. Tottenham, maybe. Yeah. Okay. You could. Yep. We can. What? And you guys know what you think what I'm <laughs> what? gonna say? <laughs> what are you gonna <laughs> you say? You think I'm gonna say Darwin, but I'm not. Because as There's yes, worse signings. There's yes, worse signings he's been, than Darwin. There's he's worse. been very, very, very poor at times. He still scored what is it, seven goals or six goals. He hasn't been great, but you see promise. Mm. For me, the worst signing my Chelsea brother next to me. Yep. Mark <laughs> Kukurea. Oh yeah, <laughs> sixty million. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, sixty million signed by one coach. Then the coach that he thrived under, successful, brilliant, comes in, and tell me why we are at a point in Chelsea life where, let me tell you, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> Lewis, Lewis Hall. Yeah. Tell me why 18-year-old Lewis Hall has now replaced him at left back and looks much better. The guy looks class. People said when they their excuse for signing him, even though they had 50 million Ben Chilwell at left wing back, they said Kukure can play in that left centre back, the left centre back position, and so they can all play together. But now he's not even playing there. They'd rather play Aspilaqueta in those in the in that position over him. Kukurea, I think for me, it's it's just it's it's disgusting. This this signing has made absolutely no sense. They've completely overpaid, and we're seeing with the Mudrik signing that they want to just keep overpaying. Mm-hmm. Sixty million for a left back who realistically is not good at defending. Realistically, has no final ball. He's a foul. What, man, what is what is that? What is that? And he just fouls. He's oh. someone who just fouls. He's getting twisted up by all right wingers <laughs> in the prem. <laughs> 
Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's the truth. Do you think it's not true? I think there's been a worse signing this year. Of course. They from your own your club. Perspective. Not from my club. From your own club. Surely, surely there's. Surely. Yeah. There's Was a, wasn't a Bamiyang signed this year? <laughs> yeah. He has goals. Shut up. How two, many baby. goals does he have? Two. Four. He doesn't play. He has four goals though. You're they're also sending him. You're also getting rid of him. They're Bamiyang literally offloading him already. He has to be worse. He said, "I'm he has back." To be worse than he Kukurel. said. He said, "No hard feelings." He said, "He, he said, you think, hey, it's nothing you personal. Think it's nothing hey, personal. The worst it's nothing personal. lies in Chelsea's team." Yes. yes. You think the worst signing lies in Chelsea's team? You're one getting of, rid one of, of clear. You're getting rid of one a guy of, maybe, who you brought in to be your, your top goal scorer after six months, and one of those months was a World Cup. That's bad. Bamiang. Aubameyang has one goal. Aubameyang has one Thank goal. Thank you, production. Aubameyang has one goal in the Premier. How many appearances? How many starts? Who gives a shit? What how about you say all of them? You signed him to start. He doesn't play. Because he doesn't start uh, now. Only, only he's not a, he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. He's he doesn't I've start. never cared about Aubameyang. It doesn't I've matter. I've never rooted for Aubameyang. I'm so never hungry. wanted him in the club, but I think <laughs> that there has been a worse signing all right, let this it, season. Let him have you guys can say all you want over there about Kukure this, Aubameyang that, but I think that Liverpool... Main man, Dal Nunes, 90 million has been- 80. 90 70, million? 70. 70. No, you guys don't know, fans, people watching Let Him Shoot, you don't know the money on the table that's been thrown at Nunes. He's been promised- Yeah, it's 70. Bugatti every year for the next six years. <laughs> uh, he's been promised every goal he misses, he'll get a bonus <laughs> of 10 mil. So that's working very brilliantly right now. But Dal Nunes has been the worst signing this season. Last year, in this exact same position, of the season, we did a review and you guys voted Lukaku as the yeah, worst. He came out and said he wanted to leave. Lukaku, that's an interview. Yeah. Nunes exactly. is 10 times worse than no. Lukaku. Yes. No, he's not. Yes, no, he no, he's, not. He's, he's not. He's 10 times worse. Three people just said no. Yeah. His abilities has been shocking to see. He hasn't just been the worst son. He's Bad been ability. the worst, worst player in the his league. Ability is fine. His ability is not fine, Tom. How can you be in a Liverpool team that went from second to now six. You think that's because of all these other players or do you think One it's because he's missing 16 yeah. clear-cut chances in the league? I which is right. top. Which you're is top, right. I think by the way. I, th right. I think he's been not a flop, but I think he's he hasn't performed to the level that everyone... He should perform for the, the price mm -hmm. he was. Yeah. But you cannot honestly sit here and say that he's the worst signing of the season. He he's not. He's, he's the worst young. signing of the he's year. He's young and he's showing so much promise. Does Liverpool have the faith in him. They're showing they have faith. They haven't just replaced him. They yeah. haven't just brought other players to you play went, over him. You went from losing two games to six already and we're halfway through the year and you're telling yeah, me that's because of your old age defence? It's not a him yeah, issue. Yeah, but that's not, Van Dijk, it's not a him Van Dijk has played- It's not a him issue. It's not a him issue though. Yeah. But we didn't he's missing chances to win your games. That's what I'm saying. He is missing chances to win us games. Yeah, you're right. But he's not at fault for all the points that we've been losing. He's not at fault. He's not at fault for and all me, of I would love to blame him for everything, <laughs> but I, I can't. And I, seriously, he's performing better than what I no, thought he would at the third no, no. or fourth game of the season. He's not performing he better than what you guys no, thought. Not no, before the not. start of the year. No, no, not before. 100%. At the third or fourth game this season, he looks a better player than what I thought to, he was. You had to drop your expectation for him because of this. I did drop him. Fair. And if he played yeah, yeah, like yeah. that but consistently, then for me, he would be the worst signing. But his performances have gone up. And they, before, just before the World Cup, he was in pretty good form, scoring almost every single game. I think when you look at Darwin, he's chaotic. But Extreme. he has the capacity to be like- Extremely. The craziest striker. Like one of the craziest attackers in world football. Did you see his finish the other day? The phenomenal. Left the left foot yeah. first time finished, that was phenomenal. So when I see things like that, I'm like, all right, 
I'll let him breathe. Because his movement, his yeah. his work rate, his speed, his energy, his mentality. The movement that's is it. The his, movement his, is his ability movement. is not the there. The movement is the big ability thing for me. That's, that's not yeah. his ability is there. I don't think it's there. I think he's got the physical attributes. No. He is lacking the heavily. work rate. Uh the I think you're right. He's he is lacking heavily. Ability. Back to goal, he's minus ten out of ten. Uh, he's finishing at the moment. He's a minus 10 out of 10. His first touch is a minus 10 out of 10. <laughs> his decision-making is a minus 10 out of 10. He's, he's passing in the final third is a minus 10 out of 10. But all the things that MJ just named for me, show me that he can be something. Whether or not it's not the striker that I, I love seeing and the striker that I want to be in my side, but it's a striker that has potential and it's a striker that can do can do. You know what it is? It's, it's just a Bamiang 2.0 loading. No, you don't know it yet, but no. in 10 years, you'll see. <laughs> you'll nah, see. Won't when like he learns that. how to do a front flip after scoring, you'll see. They're the exact same player. Maybe. We'll see, bro. For me, mine is Jesse Lingard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Relegate them, guys. <laughs> Look, man, this guy this guy's stolen 200,000 <laughs> pounds a week somehow. How? He doesn't start. He doesn't play. 90 minutes every game. He's not their main guy. He hasn't scored or assisted all season. And he was meant, he was meant to be the guy to save them, to deliver them from salvation, really. Yeah, he got one MJ, goal. Awful. He got one goal. MJ, you know what this is? This is Sunderland and Jack Wardwell all over again. They're going to get really good. They're lucky that yeah. he's only on a one-year contract, though. But they brought in, what, 20-something players? Did they not? More. 20, More than 20-something You know players. they signed two more players this window. Yeah. yeah. But with those wages, you know, you sign yeah, literally, bro. That's on. That's yeah. more than. That's almost. That's almost more than the whole Arsenal side. The wages he's the wages paid. he's on. You could sign anybody and get way more. Yeah, and his his output has been. I'm pretty sure it's more than the whole Arsenal side. It would. Be. I don't think anyone's in the 200k. It would be. I don't think so. Yeah, you I don't think they're up. Contract recently for them? No, not yeah, like that. We don't have Saka. no, like no, Saka and shit did, but they were signing contracts from, like that. Yeah, they, they wouldn't have. That. They'd be getting to just a hundred. And if it is, it'd be like I can't even think Jacka? of Jaka. Party. Jaka yeah. was the most Maybe recent signing. Oh, Party. I think Party was high. signed in two in the two hundreds. Yeah, but yeah. that's really it. But that's it. Jaka with the new contract, maybe. I don't know. I don't that kind of money. Is for me. I can't even Lingard. remember Jesse Lingard playing this yeah. year. I've seen him more on TikTok. I saw, yeah, yeah, I saw him do a dance after scoring in the FA Cup. Or the I saw him in full um, going out gear in their change room after their win in the Carabao Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he was yeah he scored. He was in a he was in a puffer jacket. Yeah, going out gear far out. He needs help. <laughs> Just quickly, best goal of the season so far. Oh, oh, there's shit. actually been quite a lot. Again. There's yeah. been a lot of there's been a there's lot. been a lot of bangers. There's been a lot. Can I start? Yeah. Okay, let's start. I got a good one. Ah, uh, go hard. Let me take you back. Let me take y'all back, man. Blue versus yellow. Yep. Wolverhampton versus Leicester City. Yep. My main my mom, my main man Tillemans. <laughs> two weeks prior, he already scored techie, a banger. Techie, yeah. He said, "Nah, I'm gonna do one better. Give me Let that. me run it back. Let me run it back. Buck half volley." Bins. Yeah, he hit, hit the sweet spot in the in the corner of the of the <laughs> of the where the the post aligns with the crossbar. Bang in. That Keeper had phenomenal. no chance. That was phenomenal. No yeah. chance at all. I forgot about that goal. That That's phenomenal. a good goal. It was beautiful. That's nice, man. And that was that one's like rising from the moment yeah. he left his foot. Just rising. That's perfect technique. Yeah. That's perfect. He started. He He's started running, well. knowing that was yeah. it. Like you know, when you hit it nice, you as know it's. That's the best feeling. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you hit it, and yeah. you just you know, like, nah, you know. straight in. Yeah. 
Um, for me, I went with a recent one. I think this is recency bias, but the uh, game he did it in, new Arsenal uh, transfer target, Damari Gray against Man City. Mm. Slips before he shoots. I think from there, you're, everyone's thinking there's no way he's, he's, he's scoring this. Late in the game, yeah. to take some points, <laughs> to get the points, he, he puts it bins. The, the overlap run, Best Walker team says, team. oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> and he goes, slips, <laughs> bins. And it just got goal of the month. So <laughs> He's got that bag, it's a man. Good goal. I've yeah. seen it. He I've seen that, that happen to us last season. Painful he bet he does it once every 28 games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For me, I'm going to go Gabriel Jesus against Leicester. Suave, suave, suave. Oh, Chip. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, the nice. He didn't even uh, move. Yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, he it was just, the no step. It was almost like the Dino one. Yeah. Mm. Against Chelsea. Yeah. But not like that. But yeah, the same yeah, like this one. one's, yeah. He Movement did, finished it so nicely. Yeah. That was probably one of his only four goals this season. Two goals. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's relax. He, that's relax. before he went on a nine game goalless streak. <laughs> Mine is uh, Ivan Tony. Uh, I can't remember who it is against. The, chip? the bicycle? The chip. Oh, the chip. The chip to he secure scored, his hat trick. Did he score? Yeah, and the, the, the free kick. And the free no, kick. the hat trick. Yeah, this that was a nice hat trick. The keeper comes out, clears it to him like it halfway between- Was it? Leeds. Yeah. Halfway between the half. This guy, first touch around the keeper. He'd already bet on himself to score a double. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was calm. He'd already, bet he'd already got himself. his money in the pocket. The confidence of this dude to pick the ball up. In the middle of the oh, park. He's got dudes facts. coming all around him. Pause. He takes Pause. Got <laughs> 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 him. Should we start again? Start that no, again. No, no, keep no, going. No, keep it in, mate. Keep going. Damn. God damn. Walks the ball 10 metres forward. Mm. Defender's coming back on the line. Mm. Just chips and straight. <laughs> I did not, not know. Care in the world. No, yeah, I did not know Ivan Tony had that tech. Once yeah, I saw that cool. and he scored a free kick same game. I was like, all right. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that was his hat trick. That's his hat trick goal. Yeah. Insane. That guy on Galacticos podcast, I don't know. I don't know if he's right about Callum Wilson being the best striker at at Ivan Tony's better than Callum Wilson. Tony's the best English striker in the Prem, he said. Tony's doing doing his MJ moment. You know, he saw that lineup England took to the World Cup. He said, Uh, Mm -hmm. MJ. Oh, not this MJ. No, no, not this MJ. Yeah. He said, I'm taking this personally and... Yeah, he Straight did it before, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even his gambling has gone up as well. <laughs> yeah, more multis than usual. Shout out Gary Lineker. Shout out gambling. Sheesh. <laughs> you know, I'd love to see Garen Cole, when he comes back into the Prem, be on one of these lists. Mm. Yeah. What do you reckon he's going to, how do you how do you find his move? Is that good for him? Well, he made his debut for Hearts on the weekend. Fantastic, fantastic to see such a player that... All of us have been praising nonstop his yeah. his his heart, his desire, his confidence, his ability, everything that that we want to see in a young player. Good to see him at Hearts make his debut. Four Aussies in that squad, mm. which is f- incredible to see. All A League, ex A League players, ex teammates of ex, him as well. Yeah, ex teammates is incredible. Yeah, and I feel like when we've seen him play, he's a mentality monster. So I think that's just going to drive him from that move to get back into the Premier League. And then I think, you know, the sky's the limit from there. Yeah. Cool. And the Scottish League is like, the, it's the perfect league for him to go to because the step up isn't so high that he's uh, going to look like out mm. of his depth. Yeah. But at the same time, the quality is there and the type of football that's played in Scotland is like 
fast, hard tackling. Yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna learn how to manipulate his body in tackles. He's gonna learn how to beat defenders one on one. Yeah. He's gonna learn, you know, how strong he's got to be on the ball when he's trying to beat players, and that's his game. So exactly. for him to go there, it's gonna be perfect for his development, I think. Yeah, definitely. It's a bit of deja vu that moment there, Tom. Yeah, man. Well done. Thank you. Um, yeah. And I feel like when we look at Aussie players and like the Australian landscape for young players. Is the A-League becoming a league where we're starting to find a lot of these young stars that can break into international football, Europe, Asia? Is that what we're seeing? Is that what the A-League's going to become or already is? Well, for me, like we said a couple of years ago, like we recorded, remember that old yeah, episode that we episode. did? Old studio, everything. We said um, so. there was a couple of people on the podcast that said uh, – they're not really on the podcast anymore, but they, <laughs> they said that for them, it was, it was, they miss having the stars of the league. They miss having the big marquees, the 36 year old players come and play. That, that was what made them excited to watch the A-League. But for me, we were saying at the time that it was perfect that during COVID, we got to see all the young players because they couldn't get the imports in. They mm. could, didn't have the money, but we got to see all the young players start performing. The club start to rely on them. And then eventually, we've got to a point now where the young players and the best are the best players in the league. There's players that are stars and they're only 21 or 20 or 19 or 16 at some cases. And on that note, what are some players that when we talk about stars that come to mind? Because we've seen like the results of players that are in Europe now, like, mm-hmm. you know, J- Joel. Joel King. Joel yeah. King. You always let him shoot, by the way. Shout out to Joel King. He? Yep. Yeah. He should be doing shout out to us, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But you're onto something. But in terms of what's in the league now, what are some players that we think are going to be up next? Yeah. Who's next to go to Europe? I think if you're going to talk about young and upcoming players in the A-League mm. that are good enough for Europe Tell or them. good enough to take that next step, Tell them. I think you can't make this list without one player. And that's Marco Tilio. Jeez. Right. This guy's ability on the ball is close to one of the best we've seen in the A-League. Definitely. For a young player. Definitely. I think the close, next closest player was probably Daniel Ozani. Mm. I agree. And, and look at the excitement behind him. Uh, he's playing in one of the best or if not the best team Australia's ever seen Thanks. in the A-League. And it looks like he's been there for years. Um, his ability on the ball, Definitely. One, 1v1 ability. Definitely. Insane. Yeah, I think when you look at his his game style, yeah. he can beat a defender, but then it's not just the defender gets back into the game. No. He's Once he once he beats him, he's, he's away. Yeah. First five metres, his acceleration is, is so quick. And his 1v1 ability and his game IQ and his game sense and his dribbling, his touch on the ball, he's heavily one-footed. But I think there's times where you might even know what he's going to do, but it doesn't matter because he's, he's too good. Facts. And I think another player we, we got to shout out. Mm. And this guy is an Adelaide young star. Yeah, this is our guy. You know, he broke onto the scene, what, 15, 15, 15 16. 15. Can you believe that? Man, 15. 15. What was I doing at 15? <laughs> Definitely not playing football. <laughs> you broke buying FIFA points. But yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> For real. I mean, you talk about, you look at a lot of kids at 15, you're like, man, this guy's playing like that. Yeah. Crazy. But who is he? Say his name. Nestroy Irankunda. My God. Do you know, there's a thing that I've been thinking about. If this was anywhere else in the world- You'd hear about a 15-year-old mm. coming into a men's league 
proper league. This is a professional league, and the things that he's doing mm. to the players in this league is is unseen, un, unheard of. His ability as a footballer, his speed, his power, but his one v one ability, his technique, the way he can strike the ball at sixteen, the confidence. Just just let alone or. Put everything else aside, the ability, the physique, the mm. everything. Put that all aside. The mental strength of a kid. Yeah. The mental strength, the confidence that this kid has to do everything that he does on the football field, I think is phenomenal. Agreed. And I think when we look at this guy's game, he gives us that Jeremy Doku energy, that player that's- That Euros, that one yeah, Euros. That Euros, where you, you see that spark and you're like, you mm. know what, in, in the right setup, this guy could be something else. And I think- yeah, we we have to. He has to be the guy that's up next. Is he not the biggest thing we've seen in, in Aussie football for a long, long time? Because he has to fit 16, 15 doing this in the A-League. I don't know how long how long Adelaide are going to be able to keep him. Because, yeah, no one else is, is like that. Mm. And Bud, I was saying this to you not so long ago that we're seeing like these characters come out of Australian football now that the, that the landscape has changed. Yeah, tell them why. Tell them why. The footballing landscape from state to state used to be you used to play for your state in an academy type team. You used to play in the local competition and you used to progress through the ages. Then when you got to about 17, 18, you used to go to the AIS. The best players all got picked from around Australia. They went to the AIS and did a two-year scholarship yeah. yep. at the AIS they, where they lived in-house, um, played and trained together as a team. Now the AIS is no longer, there's no longer state academy teams. What we're seeing now is the the club system is now developing youth within their own club. Yeah. Um, and I think that previously we took the Australian landscape, took a lot of inspiration from the Dutch way where it was, you know, beautiful passing, a lot of technique, all this kind of stuff. Whereas now we're seeing clubs mentor youngsters to be the best individual player that they could be. And I think that we're seeing a lot of youth within Australia come through the ranks at the moment they have a lot of individual talent and they're being nurtured to play like individuals. And highlight the strengths right. that these players have. Yeah. It's not, let's not turn everyone into this one mold of player. Yeah. Which exactly realistically, right. where's that ever going to work except Spain in 2012? And we saw, we saw since the 2016, we've only had robotic type players. Facts. Yeah. So Definitely. now that we're sort of transitioning, you're seeing the buzz around Australia. You're seeing the buzz yeah. around these kids. Exactly. You're seeing 20 year olds move to Europe. The league's becoming more exciting. Yeah, that's exactly right. The only thing I worry about the A-League is that all of our best players leave as soon as they turn 20. Yeah. Before that's, they turn 20. Even. That's the issue, the Australian. Until the the general quality of the A-League improves. Until the money goes that. up. That's yeah. what it is, realistically. Yeah. It's until the money goes up. Yeah. I mean, but if we keep producing players like this, uh, we're going to get more. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, going to see higher transfer fees. We're going to see more 100%. sponsorship deals And we're well. not saying that we have good youth systems as well. No. no. Our youth systems are very flawed. But the idea of, of allowing a player to be have their own personality, the way that they play, highlight their strengths, see what they're good at, mm -hmm. all that is helping all these players become perfect. And my player for this is someone that... I didn't know much about before this season. I saw him play a couple of times. I uh, saw so there was a little bit of a buzz. He also plays for Adelaide and his name is Alexander Popovich. He's only 20 years old, 2002 born. He's a center back. I don't know if you guys have seen him play too much, but he is the perfect idea of a modern day, of a modern day center back. He's the ball playing phenomenal. He's, he's the most calm player I've seen in, in, 
like as a defender for such a young age, I've seen in in all leagues at at that age at twenty, he is so 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 good on the ball defensively in any one v one situation. He's so calm, even receiving the ball from the keeper. He is so calm. That's something you don't haven't we haven't seen really in Australian football for mm. a while. And he is so 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 calm. So my big shout for him is that he's going to be in the next two three years. He's going to be the Australia's starting centre back, and he's going to be playing in Europe, and he's going to be for a long ten years maybe. Sheesh, He's phenomenal. So. Watch him, watch him. Big call, big In call. these next few weeks, I'm telling you, just watch him. Yeah. He he made a mistake last week, but obviously he's young and he plays every single game. It's bound to happen. Yeah. And he but for me he's he's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, and when we look at just Australia as a whole, it seems like the youth are going to be our national team based on the youth that's coming up, you know, there's a lot of potential. I think mm. um I didn't say this, but before I I think that this is going to be these Australia under 21s games, under 23s games are going to be more exciting than they've ever been. I think people like us are going to be wanting to watch those games more than we've ever wanted to watch Joey's or wanted to watch the Oli Roos ever. And I think the excitement, just because of the players that we have in those teams, Kual, Alu Kual, um, Iran Kunda, players like that, Toure, um, now Popovich, all these guys, I'm excited to watch. Absolutely. And and on the back of that, we, when we look at the World Cup, Australia, we've got that buzz against that t- 2006 energy. We've come like off- this. It's like this, MJ. It's yeah. like this. <laughs> a, a very good World Cup. Yeah. Um, there's some players that, you know, are now local heroes, national heroes. But then we get the news. The APL, um, for you, those of you that don't know, that's the Australian Professional <laughs> League. And they're like the governing body for the A-League, the Women's League. <laughs> They recently, on December 12th, they made a deal with Destination New South Wales and pretty much that deal meant that the next three grand finals for women's and men's A-League will all be in Sydney. Terrible, um, terrible, terrible, terrible. Which is terrible, interesting. Terrible, and terrible, 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 terrible. for more, there's a lot of backstory that there's a lot of corruption because they're based in Sydney. Um, and then if you look at their annual awards, they're based in Sydney. Um, the Football Australia had Q based in Sydney <laughs> and two of the biggest clubs are based in Sydney as well. So a lot of clubs, you know, they've expressed how much they disagree with this. Yep. A lot of fans are saying corruption this is all about money. But where do we stand? But the thing is, if it's all about money, make sure you're getting a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the deal they signed for three years was only 10 mil. So how can the the whole idea that... Yes, we all, not everyone agrees that there should be a grand final, blah, blah, blah. We think, you know, that's just not the way it is. But in Australia, it is. And you can see the buzz that happens when there is a grand final. Some of the club's best moments have been winning the grand final, you know, in their own city, at their own home ground, winning Mm -hmm. the final, all their fans there to see their team win the final. Australia is a big place for everyone that doesn't know about Australia. It's not, it's not, not, it's not like this. It's, it's seems like Wellington. It's in a whole other country. Yeah. Perth. Think about how far away Perth is from Sydney. All of this comes into account. Let's say you win the minor premiership. They're basically saying that doesn't really matter, does it? Minor premiership doesn't really matter because you don't even get the final. You got to go to Sydney. Is this NRL? No. Is this AFL? No. It's it's different. Football is different, and I think just this whole decision on the back of such a good World Cup, on the back of such all this uproar about how great Australian football is getting, how how much support there is, everything like that, for them to do this as the first big decision is just stupid. And it always seems like there's, in Australia, there always, seems, there always seems to be something that almost 
hits Australian football, hits A-League football. Yep. Because if we look at like 2014-15, you know, I reckon that was when A-League was really starting to peak and then that hooliganism came into play. Mm. They, and all of a sudden, Australian football- yeah. The RBB were banned. Yeah, you know what Everything. I mean? Everything. That was the best thing that happened Western, to the A-League in exactly. a long time. You saw where Western Sydney went? Asian Champions League winners. That mm. on its own is just- a crazy, a crazy feat. But then you get rid of their biggest supporter group. Yes, certain things happen that- We don't condone. Nobody condones. But as uh, atmosphere, that mm-hmm. A-League hasn't seen the atmosphere like that since. Sheesh. And so what, a- every time, every time we feel like there's a turn, there's something mm. that, that makes us, brings us closer, gives us that sense of culture that, that we don't have for football in Australia. Every time we get that, whew, Bad decision. And if you're going to take a deal that's worth supposedly that much money, at least let people know where this money is going. There's no transparency at all. No Mm. one's explained what this is for, what's the plan for the future. It's just, we're taking this, you know, screw screw all the teams outside New South Wales. Yeah, We don't really care about you. And where else would... In the you see in the Premier League when teams take a stand, the fans, it's like a big thing. The, the, The Premier League, the league... The governing body says, "Oh shit! Like, yeah. let's re- rethink our decision. Maybe we made the wrong decision. Business, Melbourne. As much as as they did wrong, we don't condone any of the the bad things. The people that were banned, banned, like it's, rightfully it's the, so, yeah, yeah, rightfully so. It's yeah. the right decision. But you see, they walked out of this the game. Everything that happened, the game got abandoned. They said, "Look, like, look at what's happening right now." And rethink the decision. Nothing was even said. Mm. Nothing. They didn't rethink nothing. They don't care. Let me play devil's advocate for a bit. Yeah. Let's go. I think that. I think it's fair. Yeah. Um, go. Having a predetermined final venue is nothing new to football. Yeah. You see, cup finals in England always played at Wembley. Yep. There's yep. always a predetermined venue for the Champions League final, whether or not a team from that country makes it. Yeah. What's the big issue with having a predetermined? spot for Sydney where there's going to be a lead up for a week. There's going to be a whole lot of infrastructure. I don't think it's big enough. I don't think the A-League is big enough Mm. to to be doing predetermined. They want to make it, I saw something that was like, they want to make it a week of football culture where they've got things set up for people to experience blah, blah, blah within Sydney. Yeah. Is that? I think it was the 7-8 final, uh, Newcastle Central Coast, where it was held in Sydney and they didn't fill the stadium. Yeah. 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 The stadium wasn't filled. So I think if you look at things like that, whereas if it was held in Central Coast or it was held in Newcastle, their stadium would be full. Their atmosphere would be the exact way that they want it to be. You know, that's like perfect. Like Adelaide, even though they didn't play in the Adelaide Stadium, they played at Adelaide Oval, but it was full. Yeah, it was nice. And they won and everything. Brisbane Raw, you guys remember Brisbane Raw when they won at their home ground. And you're getting the, like you said, like the homegrown fans. So you're getting... Mm. Like what your, so if you win the minor premiership, you'd want to, you know, show a thank you to the fans by showing up, you know, by giving them, that's yeah. what they want. So like by playing at home, it, it shows that. If, you you, know, if you're not going to make the minor premiership a bigger deal than the grand final, yeah, then mm. the fans should be allowed at, the fans should, it should be at their ground. Yeah. Because one, all right, if the minor premiership was the be all end all, then I fully understand the final, just like a gimmicky thing, put it in Sydney. Yeah. But I think just the way that it is, like, like Perth is so far. Mm. Wellington is so far. Adelaide's not close. Like, all these places are so far from Sydney. Yeah. It's not like you can just get on a bus in the morning and go there. 
It's, you know, it's yeah. The only reason why it makes sense for me, why they would do that is because of the distance. Because I think it makes sense if you put it in one place because it means that fans across the country, they can plan. Whereas mm. I think if it is a case where you find out, let's say after the minor premiers or the winner, the, the grand finalist, then it's at the highest placing grand finalist home ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do enough fans across the game, not just home fans, but away fans and like spectators of the game. Can they get there if it was in Perth or can they get there if, if it was in Wellington? I get that. And I guess mm. that that's the only reason why I can see, okay, that makes sense. Like, but other than that, it's hard but, to really- But also yeah, like imagine yeah. if the final was a Wellington Perth final and it's in Sydney. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I get that. Yeah. But and, I, and, yeah, and I would, if it's like a, a team like Perth, say they get minor premier and now they, the final and they make the final. So the final's in Sydney. You're not going to get, you're going to get only a handful of people that can afford to make the trip down to Sydney. Yeah. yeah. True. And that's, and that'll be the, the, the stadium's not going to be filled with all Perth. Because everyone yeah. always says the fans is the football, right? 100%. Yeah. So the te- the fans that made it so special for that team to win the minor premiership, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the majority of them aren't going to be there. Yeah. If yeah. it's, let's say, a, a Perth. Because Melbourne, you know, the Melbourne, a lot of the Melbourne fans are going to make the trip to Sydney. Yeah. Definitely. A lot of the, the, I don't even know, what else is it? Like, that's close. That's close. That's, yeah, that's close. it, out of, right? Out of Sydney teams. It's out of Sydney teams. Yeah. But then that, that's teams. Sydney anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think like, I suppose maybe because Australia doesn't have a whole lot of footballing tradition, like the tradition was that the yeah. minor premiership is the thing that you try and get mm. yeah. to then get the advantage in the finals. And now that they've taken that away, it's like, well, what's the point? There's what's no, the point? There's no don't give a trophy, yeah. give a, the final then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's why, yeah, it's hard to see that it isn't based off, I guess, political There's got to be- Yeah. I need him to come fight. out and do an interview. And say, these are the reasons. This is where the money's going. This yeah. is why. This is why. This is how. Everyone's going to say, sure. If you can come up with a list of five reasons why how this is going to grow Australian football, how this is going to help everything, then yeah. sure, everyone's going to understand. Definitely. But how, how are you going to tell these Melbourne fans, like, how are they going to understand when they watch their team? They're the biggest supporters in Australia. Melbourne, obviously, the mm. biggest footballing uh, city in Australia. You're going to tell them, who now top Melbourne City, you're going to tell them, yeah, look, don't nah. think we're going to have the final there because we won it in Sydney. We've Is it active the deal. from this year's final as well? I don't actually know. I, I think it's from the following because, okay, and, and for another backstory, five of the six finals, last five, um, last finals were in different cities. Yeah. Already. So, all, yeah. So already, I Which think that's why the backlash is crazy because now people are saying, well, if the final isn't even in the same areas or the same cities often, why would we agree to then only be in New South Wales? Yeah. Back exactly. to back to back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's actually, it's a very interesting case in point as to maybe there's a lot of political stuff in Australian football that we don't quite see. Like maybe we've seen like FIFA, but that needs to be investigated because mm. it, yeah, it, the math, it, it's not math. It's not math. Facts. We got to start getting to these A League games. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe some hey, of these yeah. clubs might have to. Fly us bail out. Yeah, yeah. You, me out. you guys. Actually, we see this new deal, ten mil. It's like a couple of tickets. <laughs> we know week. the money's there. You know. Yeah. Don't hide it. What's his name, Mister Gallup? No, nah, he's. I think he's old. old. That doesn't matter. Oh, like I left. He went to the NRL. The oh, a- he came from the NRL. Oh. The, the APL is who <laughs> we're worried about now. The APL is who's. We're worried about the APL. Yeah, it's the APL, mate. Yeah. And it's ATO. The Danny Townsend. <laughs> yeah. And the ATO. We used to be worried about ATO, now it's APL. <laughs> okay. Um, COVID, baby. Before we finish, but tell, tell everyone who our new follower was just at the end. 
I'll have to cut that shit out after like 20 seconds, is yeah, it? Yeah, something, something like that. that. We'll send you a care package. We'll send you let him shoot stuff. We'll get you on an episode when we come to England. Is he in England? Nah, he's I don't know where he lives. I think he's US. Yeah, yeah. where does yeah. he live? I think he's in Nigeria. Yeah, because I, I know he doesn't. Yeah, I think he's in between because I thought he lived in Nigeria. But if I you're think in London, like, if you're in London in like June, Santi. when let him like, shoot, I'm manifesting right now. Let him shoot. After the Women's World Cup, whenever that is, yeah. that's a very important thing for us. After that, <laughs> after the Women's World Cup, we're coming to Europe. Yeah, man. We're filming. Bet he goes everything. Has he, has he made a <laughs> music video for Kiloso yet? Uh, I don't know. If he hasn't, seen, maybe. If he hasn't, we'll be on it. You can sit right in the middle of MJ and Tom in, in London. And don't tell us what to do. We got it. We know exactly yeah, what to do. Trust me. Just before this episode, we were practicing moves, everything. Yeah. Let him shoot, baby. Let's go, no, baby. To the world. Yeah. Three hours shooting episode, by the way. To the crib. Spot for Sydney, where for a week, there's going to be a whole lot of infrastructure. I don't think it's big enough. I don't think that elite.